0: Thank <laughs> you. Okay, so on this episode, I want to talk about Burning Man. I don't know if you guys have heard about this event that they do. And it's called Black Rock City, Nevada. And this is not a real city. This is a pop-up city in the middle of the desert in Nevada. And this is an event that they do. Um, you know, the tech hippies of the world come together from Silicon Valley. And they bring these weird-looking demonic cars into the desert. And they're all, like, basically naked. And they think that they're going to have such a good time. They come to this event, um, which is really an event that serves as this weird sort of drug tech hippie, you know, like spiritual experience. Like where they burn this big man. That's why it's called Burning Man. Is because they burn this big wooden man that they have uh, dipped into fuel and bacon grease. And yes, that is true. That is what they do. And it's a very Sodom and Gomorrah event. basically, all these people show up and they do a bunch of drugs and they come together. A lot of them end up having uh, well, let's just say that they fornicate. Let's just say that they fornicate together. They're nearly naked. They come to this weird place in Nevada. They're weird people. These are Silicon Valley people. These are people that I'm constantly dragging because they're evil people. They just are. They're just doing evil evil work. Satan's work out here banning people on all of these social media platforms. You guys know that I was just banned again on Twitter at 30,000 followers, which is just annoying at this point. Like It's just annoying to continually be banned. It's honestly just like, you know, it's just like a nuisance. It's just like a nuisance to my life. Um, I don't really have time for it, but here we are always being banned and always having to rebuild, but that's okay. That is all right. Nothing that I haven't done or seen before. So I'm not shocked by anything anymore. I just, I was actually very shocked by Burning Man. I have to tell you guys, I was actually very shocked about this. I basically was tuning in to a Twitter space because I like to listen in on what you guys are talking about. Um, you guys being everybody in the world. A lot of people are doing spaces now where it's different people from different countries coming together to talk about world peace, because the closer that we inch toward an actual another like world war, like World War Three, the more everybody's getting Really antsy and rightfully so. Nobody wants to have a world war again. Nobody wants to go through that. Our generation, we wouldn't survive. Have you guys seen the weird TikToks of like the military now, where it's all the woke people in our military that are just like these really fragile-looking, skinny dudes who are wearing makeup? And I guess this is the trans community. I don't know. I don't know. Like the gay trans community in our military, they they're just not going to be up for it. They're just not going to be up for. It um, Not our military now because they kicked out all of the conservative and independent guys who I imagine were the beefier, more masculine, manly guys who could actually defend our country whenever they were forcing everybody, trying to force everybody to get the COVID vaccine in our military. And a lot of the men uh, just decided not to do that. They didn't want to risk their lives um, in that way. I mean, they would risk their lives for our country, but not with this experimental vaccine. I mean, that's not the battlefield. That's literally like... Just a stupid thing to do. So, I have a lot of friends actually who their husbands were kicked out of the military and sent back home because they refused to get the vaccine. And I just thought that that was super ridiculous. And it's just like, how in the world? like This is how you pay back the people who are putting their lives on the line for you. You kick them out like when they won't get this experimental drug that nobody's tried before. By the way, there are a lot you guys need to look this up too. Um, I need to do an episode about this. And I told, I actually learned about this on a Twitter space as well. Um, but the amount of people that are vax injured, this is what they're calling themselves. They are calling themselves themselves a vax injured because the covid vaccine actually injured them maimed them in a lot of cases like a lot of these people are not going to ever be back to the way that they were pre-covid vaccine and i know that everybody knows about the myocarditis issues and a lot of people were dropping dead uh athletes we know about that we know about the news anchors dropping dead live on television and of course nobody talked about it we're not allowed to talk about that they just you know very quickly would like okay let's cut to a live like a live a living anchor, one that hasn't just passed out and died from the COVID vaccine, like literally creepy stuff. It's like a horror movie out here Um, when it comes to the COVID vaccine. And now they're trying to get everybody to get the COVID vaccine again. You guys need to be very, very careful and stand your ground and tell anybody who's trying to force you to do that, hey, that didn't go so well last time. There's a lot of people who died, a lot of healthy athletes, a lot of healthy news anchors, a lot of people were maimed. These people that, I'm talking about that I learned about on Twitter Spaces. Just you need to educate yourself so that you can tell people, especially your companies when they're trying to force you uh, at the threat of like losing your job and losing your livelihood, "Hey, you know, I don't think I'm going to do this because like here's a bunch of statistics and then show them all all of the statistics about the people who have died. Of course, not very many people, are even like compiling these statistics. They're not putting them together and putting them in front of people because again, big corporations and the government all profit and benefit from forcing you guys to take this vaccine. So I just, you know, they are really profiting off of people's death and, and you know, un- unwell being. Um, and so you just really have a responsibility as a human to research these things that have happened to other people when they've gotten the vaccine, go look up a vaccine. Injured people, because those are the people Who are alive still, not the ones Who were killed from the vaccine, who are able To tell their stories about, you know, how it has Injured and impacted their lives Um, So definitely look that up, but we're talking About Burning Man on this episode Because I think it's important for people to know Evil does exist It does exist, and a lot of the time It masks itself as hedonism and a good time, just like Sodom And Gomorrah, do you think they were running around thinking They were actually being evil? Probably not Probably it was just social acceptable in, in Sodom and Gomorrah. And so they thought, hmm, okay, so this is all right. This is perfectly fine. We're going to go ahead and continue being like this because everybody has decided that this is okay. So I guess it's okay. It's okay because everybody said it's okay. That's not how it works. This is why the Bible is crucial and very, very important for everybody to read. You need to understand it. You need to listen to it. You need to follow God because it is very, very easy to fall into the trap of, well, everyone else is doing it. So I guess it's fine. It's probably all right. What's the harm in being wicked? What's the harm? Well, the harm was very, very clear to me when I was learning about what was going on at Burning Man, and God put an end to Burning Man very, very quickly, and we're going to talk about that on this episode. Okay, so before we get into all of that, I do need to remind you guys about the Bible Study by the Brand Sunday. You guys have heard me talk about this before, but especially with things like Burning Man happening in our world, it's just really important to read your Bible. And a lot of the time, people just fall off track. They just, they start, they start to read the Bible, and then something happens where they just completely stop reading it, and they fall off the bandwagon, and they just never get back on. So I think that Bible studies really help with that. And the Brand Sunday's Bible Study, like I've said before, is very aesthetically pleasing. It's very, very good for keeping you on track, and honestly, it's really fun to do with friends, so I would encourage your friends to get it as well, and then y'all can do like a group study, Bible study type situation that will also help with accountability. Accountability is the most important thing when it comes to reading your Bible, and that is why I recommend doing a Bible study um, with a Bible study, actual Bible study book, and then also with your friends because it's accountability lore. and that is what you need. So if you guys want to check that out, I will have a link below for you you to do just that. Okay, so now we are going to get into the details of this Burning Man event. Okay, so I told you guys that it is this weird, like, pagan, spiritual, drug, tech, hippie, um, like, sex cult weird thing. Um, All of that is accurate, but it's basically, it's honestly, like, too extravagant of an event for regular, typical, everyday hippies. Um, You know, they're not really hippies going to this event. Theor tech hippies is what I'm calling them because you had to be pretty pretty well off to be able to go in the first place. Tickets were about two to three thousand dollars each. Um, the elaborate vehicles that these people were making, which honestly to me, and I I love art, I love making things, I love creating things, I love beauty, but that is not what these vehicles were giving to me at all. Um, they were really hideous. They were very demonic looking, and it definitely looked like they took a lot of time to create these monstrosities, but they were um, also, like, they they were making things that are intentionally, like, just, it seemed like they were intentionally trying to make them hideous and picking, like, the ugliest animals in the world to kind of make these cars look like or, like, just ugliness in general seemed to be the vibe for the cars. Ugliness and also just let me scare you seemed to be what these people were going for. Um... But like cultists are just like this, like they like to ter- like they like to cause terror in people. They think it gives them like a sense of power. And I know a lot of people listening are probably like, "Oh, Jenny, it was probably just a fun little thing that it was a little quirky." I don't think so. I don't really think so. I think that these cults, these weird like hippie tech like hippie cults, are intentionally. You've got to remember, these are people from Silicon Valley that were going to this. Billionaires were going to this. Like I said this wasn't like your typical everyday hippie dippy event. This was for wealthy people who consider themselves hippies, uh, you know, trying to have this weird like festival thing where, you know, they burned this big wooden man. By the way, this, this kind of thing has been going on for ever since the dawn of like mankind. Like we, like our little species has done so many weird things like this all throughout our history that it really shouldn't have Shocked me as much as it did. I guess I just didn't figure that in America, one, we were really like out here doing weird stuff like that anymore. And two, you know, I in my mind, when I found out it, it was billionaires and, you know, the Silicon Valley people and it registered, oh, this isn't just regular hippie kind of thing going on. I was just like, aren't they, like, smart enough to be educated enough to know that this is absolutely ridiculous? But then I remembered that, you know, all of the colleges all across our nation are teaching people to hate God, and they are teaching people to, you know, act like Sodom and Gomorrah. Honestly, the further I get out and away from the whole college scene, because um, I've been out of college for years now, but the more I realize that it's actually just like, it's like a an alcohol drink Drug prostitute central, like all of the college campuses are Sodom and Gomorrah by themselves. Like you don't even have to go to a festival like this; just go to a college town, and and there you go. Like that's that's your depravity if that's what you're looking for. Um, and it makes me feel bad for the youth because people used to go to college and they in universities and they used to be like, you know, really bright eyed and bushy tailed and really uh, ready to chase down their passions and ready to learn a lot and ready to really utilize Their skills that they're going to obtain from there. I mean, you don't really obtain skills in college anymore. But they were really excited to learn everything they could about their, you know, subject that they were really interested in, and then have all of the tools to be able to give back to society in a way that builds up their own personal dreams. And so I really miss, and I wasn't even alive for that, but I miss the times that I imagine that those were like when people could go to college and it wasn't just. I'm sure. you know, there's been some depravity at schools and colleges forever. But it's just there's such a high focus now on hedonism and depravity that it's just like and, and I've seen things where you don't even have to go to Burning Man to experience the depravity aside from the universities and the schools. You could just go anywhere in like a major city and there's people doing the most depraved bullshit that I've ever seen. In Washington, D.C., there's all these foldies is what people are calling them because they're so hyped up on, um, see, I don't even know the lingo. They're so hopped up on drugs that they are literally folding over themselves and just hanging like, I'm sure you guys have seen videos of, this from all uh, types of other major cities San Francisco, Chicago, a lot of other places where people are just literally overdosing on fentanyl. Fentanyl, by the way, is what is getting poured over into our country from the southern border by the fact that it's it's literally the Joe Biden administration refuses to just cut off the border, stop taking these people in all the cartels. Why can't we why can't we just like destroy the cartels? I'm sorry, is that not appropriate language? Language to use for the drug dealers that are ruining the minds and the souls of our nation? Is that the wrong way to address them? Because I think we should go ahead and destroy those because they are destroying our country. You guys need to look up Foldy videos of all of the people who are overdosing on fentanyl. And by the way, fentanyl can be laced into other things. I'm not saying that you should smoke weed, I'm not saying that pot is good for you. I know medicinally it helped my grandmother a lot when she was dying of lung cancer. I know that for a few other people I know, medicinally it helps them a lot, but they are lacing even like weed and pot with this fentanyl and it's so easy to get addicted to that and you don't even know that you're getting addicted to it. Tiny little, little tiny particle of that uh, could kill you. And so they are, they. this a border problem, y'all, is a huge problem. You talk about the crime going up in all of these major cities. The reason that the crime is going up is Really, because of the big problem at the southern border, because of the drugs, and then because that a lot of the people are getting bust now to the major cities to kind of send a point to the people who are yay open borders. Yes, we want to take care of you. Again, none of those people are taking these uh, illegal immigrants into their homes to take care of them. And if you guys will recall, uh, Ron DeSantis and I've had a lot of complaints about Ron DeSantis because he is a disloyal friend to Trump and he is disloyal to really all of the MAGA movement as. Uh, hole. Um, but he did make a good move when he sent a lot of the illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. Of course, we know that that is where a lot of the elite live, a lot of the liberal elite that are always telling us, oh, yes, yes, we should definitely have an open border because we are caring and we are compassionate and we are very tolerant in the U.S. and we want to take care of you all because we are so gracious and magnanimous and wonderful and very good people. So yes, please, come, please Please come, we want to take care of you. And then it was just a very funny thing when Ron DeSantis sent them to Martha's Vineyard because within I'm pretty sure within the day or within the hour, um all of the residents of Martha's Vineyard had decided, we're going to send you back. We're going to send you away. We're not actually going to allow you to come into our mansions. We're not really going to take care of you. It was more about projecting onto the rest of the nation that like we have virtue. We were virtue signaling, but we don't have any real virtue. So why don't you go back to Florida is pretty much what the Martha's Vineyard people were thinking. But anyway, my point is basically that we're having a lot of the problems in our nation right now because of the Southern border and you know the southern border is just having so many drugs so easily accessible in our country is a bad thing and we should just go ahead and get rid of the cartels i don't know why that is like such a hard thing for our government to do our government has no problem going into places like iraq or getting super involved with ukraine with all of our tax dollars billions of our tax dollars going to ukraine they don't have a problem getting involved with all these super super foreign like really far away from us countries but then when it comes to doing something that actually helps america like ending the cartels so that we're not like overdosing our entire country no we just you know we don't know how we don't have the funds we don't know we don't know where to start it's too it's too complex of a problem i'm so tired of hearing that um you know so anyway my point with talking about the southern border and the fentanyl and the drugs and the fact that we have foldies in all of these uh major cities all across uh, the nation uh, is really that this is a big part of why things like Burning Man even happen. These are drug addicted lunatics who go and do these drug addicted lunatic things. These are people who went to this Burning Man event, went there together, like I said, with their weird looking demonic cars. Y'all can research those. Again, I'm big into art. The My hometown is completely super artistic. I grew up in Point Clear, Alabama, and it is a very artistic little town. They do first Friday Art Walks. There's the Arts and Crafts Festival. And it's kind of zany art that a lot of them come up with. But there's a difference in quirky, zany art and demonic art. And just finding, like, there was one car that was like, what are those little um, lantern fish called at the bottom of the ocean? Is it called a lantern fish? I don't know what those are called, but they're at the bottom of the ocean and they're like the most hideous fish that you can imagine. And they have this little light that is on a string that's on their head. And somebody made a car that looked like that. Um, some of them looked like dinosaurs, but like really scary. And, you know, they just looked demonic to me. It looked like Mad Max or like some really scary movie that was not real life. It kind of reminded me of Black Mirror. If y'all haven't watched Black Mirror, that's a TV series that you should maybe watch. It's kind of scary though. But it reminded me of like that kind of like demonic stuff. So they take their demonic cars into the desert and. Their pop-up city called Black Rock City, and they started taking LSD, all their drugs that they take to have a good time. They're drinking, they're dancing, they're basically naked, they're fornicating. A lot of the people that went to this event, by the way, should be noted. I saw a lot of pictures where people took their infant children. That is a huge problem. That's a pretty big problem. You should not be, you should not be going to an event like this in the first place, but you should definitely not be taking your infant children to. Burning Man and the people that did take their children to Burning Man, keep in mind these are like, there were a lot of children, children like, but there were also a lot of infants and there you should look that up, but why are you taking your little tiny infant to Burning Man to watch you, you know, do a ton of drugs and drink a bunch of alcohol and do a bunch of like naked dancing and see all of the fornicators and then watch this big grease uh, greasy wooden men be burned to the ground. Why are you taking your children to this event? Why are you doing that. I think that a lot of people think that I like in the future will be very like over sheltering to my kids and that I will just be, you know, like a helicopter mom or something like that. Uh, You guys need to remember that I was homeschooled. So I kind of had that. And looking back, it was actually wonderful considering how the world is now. Um, But I don't want to be a helicopter parent. I don't want to like, you know, be pushing my beliefs onto my kids per se. But I'm definitely not going to be the type of parent that takes my kids to these trashy events that nobody should be going to. Like There is just a line in the sand. And of course, immoral, godless people can never see it. But that is the problem with society is you, if you have to be able to see where the line is and where to draw it so that your kids are not being subjected to this evil, wicked garbage. And again, at the end of the day, it all comes down to the spiritual. It all comes down to your soul. It all comes down to how do you view the world and do you believe in God? And if you don't, then you're going to like communism, you're going to like atheism, you're going to like Marxism, you're going to like socialism, because there's just no... There's just no real morals in that. It's just party, party, party. It's always a good time. And we just don't pay attention to morals ever. Because why would we? That's going to hinder our ability to have fun. Even though after we have fun, we're like really miserable. And we can't figure out why. We're always so sad. Maybe it's because you're being awful human beings. And your soul, to to some capacity, capacity, knows that you're being a bad person. Maybe maybe that's why. Maybe Because everybody has like an sense of right and wrong. There's just a lot of people who choose to ignore it. In the name of self-love and self-care and me, 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 me. And I'm going to take my kids to Burning Man to watch me take a bunch of drugs. Like, And a lot of the parents who were bragging about taking their children, a lot of the parents who were bragging about taking their infants to this um, event uh, were saying, well, we just really like believe in alternative lifestyles. Like, what? What? Like again, there just there has to be a line in the sand. You can't just take your kids. You cannot take your kids to things like this. I again am still like processing the fact that something like Burning Man is happening in America because they like a lot of the people that I was listening to talk about it on the space that I was on and I talked to on the space, but I was basically just like they were laughing and trying to make it seem like it's a funny thing. I just don't think wickedness is funny. I don't think that evil is funny. And even if, you know, people aren't getting hurt, maybe it's everybody just decided they wanted to do Sodom and Gomorrah stuff, and it's like this collective yay sin party, I still don't think that that's like a funny thing. I don't think it's funny. Um, so I was really confused because I, I just know that all of the sin that I have committed in my life makes me feel horrendous. There's no situation in which I'm looking back and laughing at my sin or like thinking that it's funny or like, ha ha ha, that was a funny thing that I did. No, I look back on all of my sins in my life. I look at my too. Today And I am like heartbroken by the fact that I have done that, that I am doing that. Like I get upset. I get upset because I think about Jesus carrying the cross on his shoulders and thinking about, wow, this is why he did that because I am such a garbage human being, totally depraved. So are you guys, um, it just wow, I'm going to like get emotional, but like it just it makes me very upset when people laugh at sin and it makes me very upset when you know people just can't see the severity of of what, you know, their sin is really doing to them and to everybody else and especially to God. So, let's get to that part. So, everybody was doing their drugs, their alcohol, shoving their nakedness in their kids' faces and watching this effigy burn. Then we have floods. Hmm. I wonder when else the floods happened. Was it when God was really upset at the earth and said, Well, we're going to save this one family and a couple of animals and flood the rest of it? Was it that time? Was it then? Because I think it was then and Noah's Ark. So there's proof actually about Noah's Ark that everybody who said, Prove that God exists, there's proof of all that. I have decided to make a website devoted to the Evidence that the Bible is true because a lot of people think that I'm just this zealot that is just like uber Christian and like I have no proof for what I believe. I don't really even need the proof because I believe God, but there is a ton of actual physical evidence in the world that the biblical stories are true. And so I'm going to try to put together a website that kind of catalogs all of that. And I can't believe somebody else hasn't already done that. And I feel like I have to do everything, but that is all right. Again, it's okay. Hey, we keep pushing through. I am so far past caring what anybody thinks of me at this point. Like, literally, most of the world is full of liars, and God always tells the truth. God is truth, God is love. And so, I'm going to be over here with God, and y'all can just do your weird Sodom and Gomorrah thing. But I wouldn't recommend it because God flooded Burning Man. There was so much rain and water that the whole event got derailed, and everybody had to go back to their tents. But it was hard to get back to their tents because there was so much water and in the desert, there's a lot of sand. And when sand and water get together, there's a lot of mud. And it actually ended up looking way more like clay. So when they were walking, it was really, really hard. If you look in the videos, they're like really struggling to like just walk through the desert where they decided to have their weird Burning Man Sodom and Gomorrah event. Um, And it's really, really funny to me when God does stuff like this, where people are coming together to be hedonists and just have like this crazy, evil, wild, wicked time. And then God totally destroys it. And that is exactly what he did. So not only were there floods that stopped the event, but there were also tornadoes, like a bunch of tornadoes ended up coming through exactly where they were burning their huge effigy of this wooden greased up man. Um, And so then the tornadoes turned into fire tornadoes and the fire from the effigy was like spewing all around and the people had to like cover. Their heads with their with their jackets and like turn around and walk away and it's like literally looked like a scene from the Bible. I posted a video of this by the way for you guys to go check it out. It is on my Instagram, on my Facebook, and I think I put it on my new Twitter as well, but I'm not sure. Um, But it's really really funny and you guys need to go look at it. It's it's very serious, but it's also pretty funny to me. Um, And maybe you know that's what some of the people on the Twitter spaces were laughing at. How God decided to respond to this pagan like occultist like cult like hedonist cult like sex cult like drug cult like event I think I just said like as many times as AOC says like and that's that's troubling that's troubling my soul um but not as much as the Burning Man event and maybe they were laughing maybe they were laughing about how God decided to because it was um you know there was that was around the time when the flood news was coming out the tornado news fire tornado and then you know and then there was this there was a claim that uh, Ebola there was like like an outbreak of Ebola in the area, and that they had to like fence the people in so that they could check and see if they have Ebola. I think that that ended up not being the case, but um, God definitely did flood the area, send tornadoes to their little stupid effigy. Um, y'all, this is all very biblical, and if, if y'all read your Bibles, then you'd know that, but it's just, it is literally, if you have read your Bible and you do know it, then it's just rebellion. It's just simple rebellion against God and his commandments. And a lot of people think they're so edgy for doing that and they're cool and they're hip and yeah, take that, God. But why? Why do you all do that? Like God has your best interest at heart. He wouldn't made, He would not have made you in His image if He did not want what's best for you. He does not make the Ten Commandments to needlessly restrict you. He makes them to lovingly protect you. And everybody was just like, "We don't like it. We're gonna burn our man, our big man, and do Satan, Satanism, and we're gonna be on drugs, and we're gonna have sex with everybody too, and and we're gonna bring our kids." So they have to watch it. Like, why are y'all like this? Why are y'all like this? I'm not talking to my listeners, but I'm talking to all of the weird Sodom and Gomorrah people that are in the world. I mean, y'all are never happy after having had done these things. You're always sad and depressed and always wondering why you can't ever find any semblance of joy in your life the silicon valley people that go to events like this they're going to go back to silicon valley they're going to go back to their desks and their cubicles and listen to their ceos of their tech companies tell them we need to ban this account this account this account and that probably makes them feel a little bit powerful but not really it's your it's your ceos that are telling you what to do um Maybe that's why they end up revolting with things like Burning Man, but people just have to stop. They just have to stop with this weird occultism. Drugs are never going to make you happy. Casual sex is never going to make you happy. Um, You know, ruining your children's innocence is like, I can't imagine a scenario in which anybody would ever want to do that, but the Burning Man people definitely did. And when you are going to be this depraved and this hedonistic and this evil and wicked, God is going to step in just as He did with Burning Man, and he's going to put a stop to it. And he's going to remind you that you are not God, and that He is. He's always going to come through and do that. He does it on His time; He'll do it at His will. But you guys need to really stop thinking that you're so cool for being rebellious against your Creator. This life, and I've said it before, is a blip in time. You are not here very long. You get to spend eternity in one of two places: Purgatory does exist. You don't get a little chance to, you know, right your little wrongs and, and then then maybe you'll go to heaven. You you go one of two places when you die. You go to heaven for eternity or you go to hell for eternity. And God does not want people to spend time in hell, not even a second. But you guys refuse to believe in God, to listen to God, to follow his commandments, even though he has your best interest at heart. And I just imagine that that breaks his heart. And I, I don't like, you know, I don't like imagining God being so mad as to having to do things that He does like that. Like I don't like that the people got flooded. I don't like that the people had fire tornadoes. But at the same time, it's like God is a God of justice, and you're going to end up paying for your sins one way or another. Here, later, it's going to happen. And so I just thought it was a very clear reminder, um, God showing His power, and also at the end of the um, at the end of the flooding and the tornadoes and the fire tornadoes, there was this huge, massive rainbow over the entire event. After all of the flooding, after all the tornadoes and the fire, then there was this huge rainbow that literally went the span of where um, Burning Man was. It went from one side to the other. Huge, massive, beautiful rainbow. And I just thought in my mind, like, this is God showing his grace after he has displayed his power. And God, I mean, he is a gracious, gracious God. He is also a very powerful God. And he also Detest sin. Okay. He detests sin so much that he sent Jesus here to die to carry the weight of all of our massive, awful sin. And so anyway, um, if you guys haven't heard about Burning Man, then you should probably look into it. Just I want you to see what happened at Burning Man 2023. I hope that they never have it again. I hope that this has been enough to kind of show them hey, yeah, y'all are y'all are not in control of everything, and it's not just you know, go have a wicked a good time for the rest of your life, and God is real, and God did put an end to it. I hope that, you know, they don't do it again, but knowing how people in these occultist cults are, um, and that they just want to basically stick their finger up to God all the time in rebellion, they probably will, and it would be cool if this happened again. But even if it doesn't, it was a pretty it was a pretty telling thing to me, and I just, it would be cool if people understood that, like, this isn't just, like, a random occurrence. Like this is God putting his, you know, figurative foot down saying there will be none of this actually. Um, and I wish people could see that, but a lot of people can't or won't. And so we will see if the Burning Man events continue to take place. Again, this is not something that anybody should go to. None of the people that listen to my podcast or follow me will. Um, but definitely, you know, I think that we should make it known that stuff like this is happening so that we can denounce it. Um, you know, it's, just, it's just pure occultism, culty, satanic garbage stuff. And that is what it is. That is everything I have to say about Burning Man. And I will see you guys here next time.